At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Power number two with numbers game at VSEN, the Sports Betting Network, VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Blue Post, Link Game Plus, iArt Radio, YouTube, uh, YouTube TV, all brought to you by BetMG. GM Nevada. Skill Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Producer number five and eight. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, from his mom's cork attic somewhere in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, it's the star of Showtime's action docu-series. It's Todd Wishnev. How you doing, Todd? I'm doing all right. I've had better days uh, than the last three, but uh, Thursday was good. Oh, that's good. Thursday was good. We get tweets, by the way, beating the book, Todd. This is from Mike Rouse. Has Todd Wishnev and Mike Bray ever been seen in the same room? Looked like identical twins during the Texas Tech game. Hmm. I don't see that That's interesting. Yeah, I never see that resemblance. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Todd, let's, hmm. let's start with something uh, we said earlier on the show, which I think you agree with, which is, hey, this is, you know, transfer portal, one and dones. We knew that this was the year where more teams had a shot at winning this than perhaps any year we remember. And I don't think I'm being prisoner of the moment saying that. I really, you know, we all kind of said that before the tournament started. And it's kind of playing out that way, isn't it? It's wide open, and we knew it was going to be wide open. There, there's no, like, huge juggernauts this year. And uh, it has played out exactly as you say. You know, uh, I mean, I like Houston from the beginning of the year. I'm upset that they lost Sasser. Oh. I think Sasser's the key loss because I think with Sasser, I think they could win it all. I love their coach, and uh, I just love the grittiness. The, you know, you have to have grittiness in these NCAA tournament games when it's a one-point game and four minutes to go. Every game's like an overtime game, and 
down at the end. And, um, you know, uh, like UCLA's huge run last year was a good coach with grittiness. And they had they had a Glenn Rice effect player, Johnny Juzang, what I call a Glenn Rice effect player. If you remember the tournament with oh, Glenn Rice back in I. 1988, when he hit every single shot and didn't even touch the rim, basically. He well, would, I think I've said that exact same. Three. I think I've said that exact same line. First of all, it was 89, I believe, not 88, correct? 89, I believe, something like that. But he, yeah. yes, Glenn Rice. I do not remember him hitting anything but net that entire. That entire it, it was tournament. really it, it was incredible. It was, it was breathtaking sh- shooting. Yeah. And, and you know, Johnny Juzang sort of had a similar uh, run, not as great as no, nobody will have a run like that, Glenn Rice. But but if you remember Johnny Juzang, just kind of taking over games last year uh, down the down the stretch. And that's why I think UCLA is not, even though I love UCLA, I don't think UCLA can go all the way because Juzang is not himself. He's obviously still uh, injured or something because he doesn't look like himself uh, ever since he was injured this year. Uh, okay, let's get to specific thing. I want to get some of your in-game strategies, but let's get let's get to a specific thing that happened uh, this weekend. UNC and Baylor. Take people through how you ended up playing that. Just, just an unbelievable. I mean, you can't make it up how, how what happens to me sometimes in these games. But I I basically had North Carolina money line that I needed to win, and I thought, okay, it's done. They're up twenty-five in the second half. The ball game is over. And then one of the most unbelievable 10 minute stretches. I think I've ever seen in college basketball where all of a sudden North Carolina loses two starters and they can't inbound the basketball. They can't even inbound. Now granted also Baylor mugged them about 50 times and the refs didn't call anything, Mm -hmm. but the, they, it was unbelievable. It was breathtaking. I even tried to get, I tried to get some Baylor plus 750 at one point, but it timed out on me just as like a hedge. And then I thought, okay, it's 80, 74. I'm going to survive this absolute epic ridiculousness. And the kid banks the three. The kid with the weird hair on Baylor banks the three. And now it's 80, 77. And I'm just, I can't believe it. And then Baycott misses the two free throws. They come down. They don't just give up a two. They give up a two and a foul. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, how is this even happening? So, so basically now it's 80, 80. They go overtime before overtime I saw it was minus 205 Baylor and I bet Baylor minus 205 because I thought the chances of Baylor winning the game at that point were maybe 99.9 percent but I mean truthfully around 80 percent at least because this was ridiculous the team didn't have two starters couldn't inbound the ball missed their all their free throws it was incredible can, can I just, how did they win that game in overtime I want to jump in because because I, I think uh, inevitably there's going to be some people listening who are like oh you're so stupid then you bet Baylor let me tell you something. I don't know anybody who didn't think Baylor was like minus a bajillion and a half to win at that point. So I totally sympathize with that bet. Totally do. And, and and I don't usually do that. I did it on Friday. Also, I do it maybe once every two weeks where I'll flip on a team and go the other way. Um, and I did it in Miami USC, which was just stupid. And then this time I wasn't beating myself up because I was like, look, this is the correct bet to make. It is now overtime. It is a completely different game. You're playing three on five, basically, for North Carolina. They can't inbound the ball. They can't make a free throw. How in the world are they going to win this game? All the momentum is on Baylor. So I ended up losing like a seven. 
seventh of an average bet on on I mean seven tenths of an average bet on that game, a game I should have easily won. So it's like a one point seven swing because I would have been plus one instead. I was minus point seven. But hey, you know, I really don't. I, I'm not beating myself up for it because I think it's the correct bet. I would bet I Baylor too. every time in this scenario. I do too, Jeff. You want to say something? No, I was about to say Todd was incorrect. Uh, UNC was actually playing eight on three. In yes, over, going into overtime. That's correct. Uh, okay, I want yeah, well, yeah with the refs. Yeah, I want to get to this now because I don't want to run into a wall on it, which is, all right, so at the beginning of the show, I was talking about how, you know, they messed up the TV schedule yesterday. It's just so ridiculous that the East Coast has to watch this at 1245 and that they have the two standalone games early. I talked about how bad the refs were in so many of these games. We listed them out. But just because refs are bad doesn't mean you can't exploit it betting-wise. Explain. Yeah, it's. I mean, this is the, my favorite thing is when the fouls start getting called, you can jump in front of the over and you can bet those those overs in game. Now, it doesn't happen all the time, but there are games like, for instance, Purdue, Texas yesterday was a great example of this. I won the over in the first half and won the over in the game. So I had two separate bets in this game. But th- what was happening was they were throwing it into Edie and they were calling the fouls. Now, Edie is extremely difficult to ref. He's like Shaq. He's so big mm-hmm. and they just whacked it out of him and if they let it go they're not going to call the fouls if they don't let it go sorry whack the crap out of him I apologize there folks that was a mistake but they whack the crap out of Edie all the time and if they're going to call the fouls they're going to get to seven fouls very very quickly and they're going to be in the bonus very very quickly so you you have to get on the over in these games when you see the fouls and the books will adjust they've been much better at adjusting to the fouls but if you can jump it before they adjust for instance i jumped it when um purdue had 14 fouls at around the 15 minute mark and it it was pretty clear that they were just going to keep throwing it inside and and keep getting fouled and when the fouls are that high it's so hard for the game to go under because it's foul 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 free throw free throw free throw it's very difficult to go under Let's go to the region by region that we had up earlier. Now, Gonzaga to win it all is still the short shot, plus 230. Kansas, plus 450. Arizona, 5-1. to one. And Purdue comes in as the fourth short shot to win it all at BetMGM at plus 850. Houston, the only other team in, in uh, single digits at 9-1. to one. But Can we throw up the region by region, guys, once again? Because I want to get Todd's thoughts on this. Gonzaga's minus 165 in the West. You'll see these up on the screen now. Arizona plus 125 with Houston and Villanova really right there with them in the South. Purdue's minus 125 in the East, but UCLA's 2-1, Carolina's 4-1. And then the Midwest, it is Kansas with the easiest path. Listen, they've had the easiest region perhaps from the beginning too, but certainly from this point moving forward looks to have the easiest path. They're minus 175 out in the Midwest. Is there a bet on a favorite or perhaps on one of the long shots that you think is actually a pretty good one right now? Well, let me first preface this by saying, obviously, you want to do the two-team parlay as opposed to take the the odds here. You know, if you just if you like a team, you can just bet a money line, roll the money over, and parlay it again. You'll get better than say minus one seventy-five on Kansas um, if you do it that way. But just looking at your board here, the one that jumps out to me right away is Texas Tech plus four fifty. Um, I kind of like them. I am, you know, I'm still not a believer in Gonzaga. They have to win. The only way they just keep rolling is if Timmy dominates, and sooner or later, Timmy is not going to dominate. Look, he's fantastic with his footwork. He's just not athletic enough. And when he starts playing these elite teams, I just don't think he can get it done. So I'm going to take, I would say Texas Tech plus 450 is the one that jumps out to me right away off that, off this board. Um, Houston plus 225 maybe is the other one that would, would jump off the board at me right off, you know, just looking at this. Not UCLA at two to one. 
Yeah, that, that was the third one that I would that I would you know look at is is UCLA. Of course, I like I love UCLA. I'm just worried about they're not having enough offense this year. If you're you know they're always solid, they're always you know going to do the right thing. They're always going to play defense, but do they have enough offense this year? Johnny Juzang was you know he was the reason they they went as far as they went. He was incredible. He's just not the same player right now. Timmy, it was funny though because you and I were texting with the with the Memphis uh, Gonzaga game at halftime, and you were going off on how you've been saying this stuff about Timmy and how you've been right on. And then Tim, it's like Timmy heard you, right? And then he, he must have heard me. Yeah. And then he just went nuts in the second half. <laughs> though again, I will cont- I contend, and and I'll just caveat it by saying. I had Memphis in Survivor because I was incentivized to take them. It's a whole thing. It's another story. So let me just throw that out there that perhaps I was looking at it through Memphis colored glasses. But I did feel like, you know, Gonzaga could throw you out of the way and nothing was getting called. And if Memphis coughed on anybody, you know, their bigs were in foul trouble big time. So, I mean, that is the one sort of thing about watching these games that is awfully frustrating. Well, that's another in-game scenario because if you have one team yeah. that's, that the entire strategy is to throw it inside to their bigs and they're calling the fouls, that team has a huge advantage. And you're you're giving the the perfect example game, which was Gonzaga Memphis. If they throw it inside and let those guys play, like some of the games, Gonzaga's in big trouble because Timmy's not going to get the calls. But if they're getting the calls. You know, it's a completely different game from the over-under perspective. It's a completely different game from the side perspective. Can I ask you a draft question? Because I know how much you love draft questions. But is Chet Holmgren the number one pick in the draft, really? That was the other thing I texted you. I just cannot believe it. I mean, give me a break. This guy needs to be connected to me and have me eat for him for three months <laughs> because this guy is not big enough. I'm sorry. You cannot play in the NBA like that. He's going to get killed. They're going to kill the man. Well, he has, Did you see how he's getting pushed around? He has time to eat a sandwich or two between now and then. He does. Todd just shaking his head. I, I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, get we'll it. see. Projected to be not only a lottery pick, projected to be the number one pick in the entire draft. Todd Wishnip, thank you, Todd. I'm projected to be sexiest man of the year in People Magazine. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> Todd Wishnip, everybody. Greg Peterson, next. Numbers gave me to the Sports Betting Network. That's false. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, you know, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard. But all right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wendy's Breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness every day. Choose from Wendy's stack starting lineup like the Breakfast Baconator, Croissant Combos, and Hot or Cold Coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends oven baked sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive through and pick up your Wendy's Breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely choose wendy's once again in case you missed it uh because we didn't really get into it but uh so my futures that i had uh jeff i had uh kentucky to win it all that's gone by the wayside i had memphis 33 to 1 to win the region to win the west region that goes by the way uh by the wayside 10 point lead at halftime against gonzaga poof had rafa yesterday to win it all i had him pre-flop to win indian wells that doesn't get there by the way, you only gave me one green check mark on Ega, but you might see Ega plus 750, Ega plus 750, Ega plus 750, and Ega plus 750. Oh, and by the way, Ega plus 480. Bingo, bango, give me the five check marks. All the others pale in comparison in terms of the outlay. So if you're going to win one, that was absolutely the one to win. Um, Jason Weingarten on the show later this week. Between the two of us, we have about 15 baseball futures heading into this year. Can I can I make one quick point before we get to Greg? Here? Absolutely, uh, Gil. Because you, Jeff, anything you want to talk about, you just chime in. No, okay. So you bring up the Holmgren question. Yes. So the top two tr- projected draft picks in the NBA draft are Holmgren and Jabari Smith. Yes. I have the same questions you just had about Holmgren about Jabari Smith. Oh, interesting. Because it, it, it again yesterday and look, that may have just had to have been more to do with Pearl just not. Benching Wendell Green, who is just, when he is bad, he just completely plays Auburn out of games, and he was terrible yesterday. But Jabari Smith, more times than you would like for a guy who is supposed to be this. Disappears. Yeah, exactly. Just completely disappears. And it's funny because this is back-to-back tournaments where 
you had the questions about Cunningham going into last year's NBA draft, and it is taking Kate about about 60 games, but Cunningham does wor- look like he is worth we were the first overall pick. I think we were the first show, at least primetime action was. I'm not sure if it was a numbers game or primetime action. I think it was both of our shows, well before anybody else was talking about how in the world is Evan Mobley minus 950? And then we, well, then we heard the Bill Simmons of the world talking about it afterwards. But I about face on Kate Cunningham. He proved me wrong. Yeah, but but I, I like Holmgren a little bit more than most. I think if you just put some weight on him, the way this skill set is really oh, I'm sure. r- really incredible. But I, if he goes right now and doesn't put weight on, that first year is going to be rough. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I mean, I'm sure if he puts on weight, he puts on muscle, he's going to be great. I have no doubt about it whatsoever. But, yes, in his current form, God help him right at this point. Who's projected number three? Not Jaden Ivey, right? Jaden's a little further I'll, back. I'll have to double check real quick. I'm forgetting somebody's number three. But it's, yeah, Holmgren number one? I don't know. We'll see. Of course, we got to get through the NFL draft before we get to the NBA draft. By the way, conferences, uh, Big Ten started with nine. We're down to two, Purdue and Michigan. I mean, how many bids do you have to have every year? You're, you're down to two here, Purdue and Michigan heading into the Sweet 16. Uh, the Big East started with six. Big East down to two, Villanova, Providence. Big 12 started with six. We're down to three, Kansas, Texas Tech, and Iowa State. SEC from six to one, Arkansas. And the SEC, I was hyping them up. I was like, wow, all of a sudden a basketball conference. Should I take a future on Arkansas? Should I take one on Tennessee? Yes. Gil, so much craziness happened this weekend. We didn't even mention that Rick Barnes had one of his That's spectacular right. Rick Barnes performances. Barnes-esque. Barnes-esque. He came through. Oh, man. ACC from five to three. That's the best percentage of the bunch. Duke, Carolina, and Miami. The fighting Larinagas. Mountain West, Mountain West from four to zero. The golden sombrero for the Mountain West. West Coast Conference from 3 to uh, 1, being Gonzaga, of course. Pac-12 from 3 to 2, UCLA and Arizona. The uh, American Athletic from 2 to 1, that's Houston. A-10 from 2 to 0. The uh, Metro Atlantic still has St. Peter's. And that's the deal. We mentioned everybody else. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the host of the Greg Peterson Experience. It's Greg Peterson. How you doing, Greg? I'm doing great, and I can't believe you guys didn't mention for the NBA draft, Paul Boncaro is right Paolo up there Boncaro, as well. Paolo of course. Do you agree with me, by the way, I made this little throwaway comment at the end of the Wes Reynolds segment earlier, where people are like, okay, if Gonzaga plays the way they did the final half, oh, man, against Memphis, they're going to win it all. Oh, man, if if, uh, if Matherin does what he does, Arizona could win any single game they want. My God, their A game is the best. But how about, like, Duke? They may have not have done this for, for a long while, but that last five minutes against Michigan State, I'm like, I'll throw that team up against anybody, too, if they play like that. Would you agree with that? I think the big thing for Duke is, can they start to guard someone? That is the big question well, with them. They because did they those have, five minutes, right? That was amazing. Those five minutes was relatively solid, but we've seen Michigan State go into some bad droughts as well. And who's your top scorer for Michigan State? Gabe Brown, who, who this year was averaging 11.5 points per game. So I still have my question marks with regards to Duke. And I like what I'm seeing out of Kansas as well. I recognize that they want to play close against Creighton, but that's a Creighton team that was one of the best coach teams in all of college basketball. You've got to give Greg McDermott all the credit in the world for what he wound up doing with that Creighton team. At minimum, a top five coaching job in all of college basketball this year.
By the way, love your Carolina blue background. Like the new background, very nice. Matches uh, matches your outfit very nicely. Thank right, you. Let's uh, so the who are the, who are the coaches right now moving forward that you trust the least? Let's put it that way. Who do you trust the least moving forward? Because because we, we have a, we have we've mentioned those on the good side, right? We've said Jay Wright, Jim Laranega. Kelvin Sampson, I mean, some really good coaches have gotten their teams, have really helped their teams along. Who are the coaches right now where you're like, you know, I would think this team would be a, would be a play on, but their coach worries me in this matchup? I don't think that there's necessarily a terrible coach here in the NCAA tournament. Matt Painter is a guy that really has never done a lot for me. I just feel like Purdue should have done a little bit more this season, and Purdue has really faltered a little bit. So, I mean, there is that aspect of it. So, if there's one that's a little bit less than trustworthy, it's that. But I think that another coach that we need to give credit for. So, obviously, this is a little bit more of a play on. How about Iowa State going from winning two games last year, both against the, against the Southwestern Athletic Conference, and now they've won two games in the NCAA tournament, including winning in the state of Wisconsin against a Wisconsin Badgers team that had 13 fouls called against Iowa State in the first half. I mean, the guy has been absolutely amazing for the Cyclones. Yeah, Iowa State, which started the season so great right this year, was one of the uh, last remaining undefeateds, as I recall, from the beginning of the college basketball season, but won two games all of last year. Amazing. Besides St. Peter's, maybe the most surprising of of the Sweet 16, would you say? Or someone else gets that nod from you? I would say that it is one of the most surprising, and I think you've got to give a lot of credit to Michigan State as well, because I mean, I was even thinking that, hey, maybe Phil Martelli is doing a better job with the X's and O's than Juwan Howard, but the way that Michigan was able to win that first game without Devontae Jones, and then Rick Barnes advances at 8-19 against the spread since 2005, according to Patrick Ewing, (laughs) or, or according to John Ewing, that is the worst mark that we've seen in college basketball since 2005. Boy, that is not great, but Michigan... Five straight Sweet 16s for them. It's incredible. We should ask Patrick Ewing about it as well, Greg, just in case he has, yes, he has something to say about it. All right, let's do it one. Let's do a game by game. We got it. We got eight games. Let's start Thursday. Arkansas and Gonzaga, the four-one game uh, in the uh, Western Region. Gonzaga favored by eight and a half. Which way are you going here? Maybe you have a total play. I'm looking at Arkansas. I want to make in this number six and a half because I do have my worries with Gonzaga at this point, especially at the free throw line. Last three games, they're shooting 59.5% at the free throw line. That is not necessarily ideal. Drew Timmy, he did a much better job in that second half, but first half was a little bit rough for him. And I think that the backcourt of Arkansas matches up well. J.D. Note has scored in double figures in all but one game this season. And you've also got a guy in Jalen Williams who's got versatility. He's 6'10", gives you a block, a steal per game, right around 10 points, 10 rebounds. I like him being able to match up with Drew Timmy. I also did want to say my trouble one. 54 and a half. I mean, this is an Arkansas team that is relatively fast, but they held the Mexico State to 13 points in the first half of the game on Saturday. I recognize this New Mexico State, but this is an Arkansas team that's locking teams out on defense. I like the under, and I like the points. All right, 20 minutes after that, Michigan and Villanova tip off in the southern region, the south region, I should say. Michigan, the 11 seed, Villanova, the two seed. Michigan, one of four double-digit seeds who advanced to the Sweet 16. Uh, Wildcats favored by four and a half. We'll call it five here on the screen. Total 135. 
I like this total under because with Villanova, they're a bottom 20 team with regards to total possessions per game, and they've given up 66 points or fewer in each of their last five games. Villanova's playing their best defense right now. Michigan has been able to do a little bit of a better job of being able to guard the three-point arc for Villanova. They shoot 41.5% from three-point range at home, 33.5% on the road. Among teams currently in the NCAA tournament, they get the highest of their points from May 3, so I like Villanova laying it and the under. All right, six more games to get to. Couple Thursday, four Friday. Greg's thoughts on the other side. Kind enough to join us for a couple segments here this morning on a numbers game at Vison, the Sports Betting Network. Oh, and some Deshaun Watson thoughts as well on the way. Coming back. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Want to get in shape but having trouble staying motivated? Make five hour energy shots part of your lifestyle. Get the energy boost you need to get fit with zero sugar and an unbeatable blend of vitamins, nutrients, and caffeine. It's the perfect pick me up for getting stuff done. Go to fivehourenergy.com to find over 15 flavors to choose from, like grape, tropical burst, cherry, blue raspberry, and more. There's a flavor for everyone. Get a five hour energy today. Trip Tepper, always, uh, a tweeter. We appreciate it. We get tweets at beating the book. He said, if an NBA owner has their GM telling him they want to draft Chet Holmgren of Gonzaga, all the owner needs to do is put on the tape of the Memphis game. The owner will say, uh, why aren't we drafting that Jalen Duran guy? <laughs> That's a good point. I used to say that. Who's the kid on uh, Who's the kid on Baylor last year where I was like, oh, no, no, that's not the guy you need to be drafting. It was the whole, and, and I was like, look at that Davion Mitchell kid over oh, there. Oh, you were, because Butler was considered Butler, the better Jared player Butler. in college, which right. anyone who was paying attention knew that Mitchell was the better prospect. I was like, how do you think this guy's better? Anyway, it's always fascinating. Always fascinating projecting upward. Greg Peterson joins us once again for the Greg Peterson Experience. You can follow him on Twitter at GUnit underscore 81. Of course, for his love of the great James Arthur Monk. No, it's our Anquan Bolden. That's who he loves. Uh, Greg, let's let's continue on Thursday in the Sweet 16 games. Uh, this is in the West region. It is number three, Texas Tech, and number two, Duke. Remember, by the way, for those wondering and, or, and care about NCAA tournament history, the last time we had a, a seed worse than the number three seed get to the championship game, you'd have to go back eight years to 2014 when it was that funky Kentucky-UConn game, the Shabazz Napier-led UConn team that beat Kentucky that year. Since then, and yes, we had one pandemic year that got knocked out, nothing but three seeds, or three seeds, two seeds, or one seeds in the championship game. I'm surprised that it's been that long, but it has been. Anyway, we have a 3-2 game. Keep that in mind moving forward if you believe in such things. 3-2 game in the uh, West, Texas Tech and Duke with Texas Tech, Greg. The Red Raiders favored by one and a half. I asked this earlier of Wes. Are you surprised by that? And you mentioned those three seeds and Texas Tech was one that made the national title as in 2019. So they've been able to do it before. And I want to say Texas Tech a two and a half point favorite because I just mentioned it with Duke. While this is a team that they're able to do a solid job on offense, this is a Texas Tech team. Points a lot on a per possession basis away from home. Number one team in all of college basketball. And I do have my question marks with this Duke defense. They really have given up 70 plus points in 
every one out of their last six games aside from that Cal State Fullerton game and Cal State Fullerton bottom under team with regards to possessions per game out of the Big West and you've got a Texas Tech team that you had Kevin O'Banner go off for a double-double we saw what he was able to do in March last season why was that Oral Roberts it's a Texas Tech team that they just have a bunch of guys like a like a guy like a Davion Warren who's been able to give you just some winning plays. Kevin McCullough, 10 points, 5 rebounds. Meanwhile, you take a look at Duke and while Paul Bancaro has been solid, sometimes he settles a little bit too much for jumpers rather than what he did against Michigan State being able to go down low. And you got to give the coaching advantage here, in my opinion, to Mark Adams. And I do think that with Duke, this is a team in which the guys, if they're in a close game late once again, they might wind up feeling the pressure, not wind to have Coach K's career end a little bit prematurely and that might actually get to them in this spot I like Texas Tech being able to get the job done also with this total I set mine at a 136 half we've been seeing this toggle back and forth like I said I was seeing a lot of third 136 half 137s we wind up getting a 137 plus I'll take a look at an under yeah I felt like Duke winning that game like coach K was super emotional after that game I really got the sense that he was like he felt the pressure of, I can't get eliminated in the first weekend. Like, I got to get to the Sweet 16. And if I do that, then it's like kind of okay if I get eliminated after that. At least that's what I was thinking in my head. I was like, wow, he's like really super, uh, super verklempt about this game. Um, so I think the pressure off, at least from his perspective anyway, but you're right. It's a good point about perhaps the players will still be feeling it. Houston at Arizona is the last one to tip off on Thursday. Uh, it's in the South region. The, uh, the Cougars, who are the five seed there, remember, five seed in the region, and now number two at Ken Palm. They were still top five at Ken Palm heading into the tournament. So, again, they're seeding far, far lower than what the analytics folks say. Houston, number five seed, Arizona, number one, with Arizona just only a two-point favorite here. I did make Arizona a three-point favorite. I do think that the less Kirk Carissa plays, the better you should like your bet for Arizona. He was just not good in the game against CCU. He should not have been out there. I have no idea why he was out there in that game, but got to figure that with a few days to be able to rest up, that's going to be help, about, help him out. And the biggest concept right now in all of college basketball, Arizona and overs. I mean, this is a team that they have scored 80-plus points and now 11 out of their last 12 games. The team has been a machine on offense, even with Kirk Carissa out of the fold now. You go up against a Houston team that they're in the bottom one with regards to possessions frame. They play solid on defense, but Houston also giving up 15 and a half points more per one possession basis in a road and neutral court environment as well. But they can shoot it from three parts a little bit themselves with Kyler Edwards being able to give you 13 and a half points per game. So I take a look at the total. I like it over. And with Arizona, I do think that Christian Coloco is the difference maker, a guy that's able to give you two and a half blocks. He's been able to give you right around seven boards. He and Azul Sabels, I think, going to be able to do enough against that good Houston front line. So I like Arizona in the over. All right, to Friday, we go to the East region. Biggest spread on the board, no surprise. Number 15, St. Peter's, 15th seeded St. Peter's, against number three, the the Boilermakers of Purdue with Jaden Ivey. Purdue is a double-digit favorite here, no surprise. St. Peter's having beaten Kentucky, having beaten Murray State, uh, handing the Racers only their third loss of the year. Purdue's favored by 12 and a half. If their if their free throw advantage Purdue's against Texas was 46 to 12, what's their free throw advantage going to be here, Greg? I do think that because it's been in the media so much that it's actually going to help out St. Peter's a little bit and 
They're peacocks. In the words of Mark Wahlberg, we've got to let them fly. I set them as a nine-point <laughs> underdog. I like St. Peter's here. Casey Undefu led all of college basketball in terms of blocks per game last season. And St. Peter's, though it's obviously been a little bit of a lesser competition this year, top 15 in the country with regards points a lot on a per-possession basis, going up against a Purdue team, second-worst team with regards points a lot on a per-possession basis. Yes, Travion Williams, Zach Eadie, they're going to have a rebound advantage. But in Defu, you've got the Dramas down low for St. Peter's. They're going to be able to do a solid job. St. Peter's shooting in the mid-30s from three-point range at Purdue in their last eight games, shooting just 32.5% from three against a St. Peter's team that is top 20 in all of college basketball in terms of three-point shooting percentage. Semi-total at 135 in this one, so looking at a little bit of an under. And with St. Peter's, I'm taking the points. I set them a nine-point dog. All right, 4-1 game in the Midwest, Providence and Kansas. Jeff, you, Wes, and I were all over this, the Providence thing, where everybody was on South Dakota State. We were on Providence. And, Jeff, you said after that, you're like, that Providence narrative is just going to continue. And Providence finds themselves quite easily, actually, in the Sweet 16. But Kansas is favored by 7.5 here, total 141.5. Shockingly, this opened up at eight, and now I'm seeing a couple sevens pop up, including at Circa. If we want to get into seven, I'm going to be taking Kansas in this spot. I set it at a seven and a half, thinking, oh, this is going to go back to eight with Providence. And I do think that it'll probably still wind up having money coming in on Providence. But that said, this is a Kansas team that I like them a lot more with Remy Martin, a guy that had 19 points per contest with Arizona last season. I do think that Arizona, or I do think that you've got a Kansas team that still a good job down low. Jail Wilson wound up having 14 points, 14 rebounds in that last contest against Creighton. And I do think that when you've got a guy like O'Shea Obaji, makes it very tough on Providence. Providence having themselves a very nice year. They really don't do one thing great, though. So I do like Kansas as long as I'm getting a seven like we're currently seeing at Circa. All right, last two games. East region, the blue blood game of the Sweet 16, Carolina and UCLA. Something's got to give. Eight-seeded Carolina Tar Heels. Fourth-seeded Bruins of UCLA with UCLA favored by two, total 142. Even if Jaime Acas is out, I'm going to be on UCLA in this spot because you've got a North Carolina team that out of 358 D1 teams in terms of road and neutral court games, fourth worst at being able to generate turnovers on a per-possession basis. UCLA has been stifling on defense, and now you've got yourself, Tiger Campbell has been able to shoot much better from three-point range, over 40% from the season. Cody Riley has been able to help this team out as well. UNC has a little bit of an edge down low with Armando Bacop being able to give you 12 and a half rebounds per game, but I think UCLA going to be able to hold up at the point of attack. UNC's bottom or the UNC's 150th ranked team with regards to points a lot on a per possession basis. That's going to be hurting them. I'm looking to lay it here with UCLA and with regards to this total, I set it out at 145. Seeing the 142, 142 and a half seems low. So I like the over. All right, 30 seconds for the last one here. A game that guarantees us that a double digit seed will get into the Elite Eight. Uh, it is in the Midwest. 11-seeded Iowa State, 10-seeded Canes of Miami, with the Canes favored by 2.5. Iowa State, 156th in adjusted offensive efficiency. The Canes, 123rd in adjusted uh, defensive efficiency. Who you got? 
Well, this opened up Iowa State being a one-point favorite. We've went too far. I set Miami as a two-point favorite. Now that we're at two and a half, give me the defense-oriented team of Iowa State top 25 turns the points a lot on a per-possession basis. I'll take two and a half here with Iowa State. Wow. Okay. Greg Peterson, everybody. Greg Peterson experience each and every week right here on the network. Uh, great job, Greg, with all that you're doing. It's your time of year, man. Enjoy. You too. Thank you, Gil. Always appreciate it. Greg Peterson, everybody, at GUnit underscore 81 on the Twitter machine. That Kaylee Coco commercial is distracting me again. Coming back on a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Skill Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Jeff, best part of the show today, clearly, right before the, the uh, Wishnev segment. This is a true story. He screams, Hey, Mom! <laughs> That's the whole story. It was in the style. Let's yeah. put some more context yes. to it. 
It was in the style of Will Ferrell's character <laughs> in Wedding Crashers. In Wedding Crashers or in uh, Step Brothers? No, in Wedding, wedding Crashers. Crashers. Mom, let me love. It's <laughs> so great. Grown man in his mom's cork attic. Hey, Ma, I'm about to do some radio. All right. A um, couple things. One, NBA. We'll talk more NBA, obviously, tomorrow with Dan Bespris, with Drew Densick. But uh, we're looking at the, uh, the NBA standings right now, young Jeffrey. And the Lakers, you know where I'm going with this. Lakers are in 10th place now. 10th place now with the Spurs, actually, the team that's in the rear view, not the Blazers anymore. The Spurs are two and a half games back. The Lakers have 11 to play. The Spurs have 10 to play. And if you look at the remaining strength of schedule, the remaining strength of schedule in the National Basketball Association, the Lakers still with the hardest remaining schedule. Their final 11 games constitute the toughest remaining schedule the rest of the way. An opponent combined winning percentage or aggregate winning percentage of 563. And the Spurs, well, there's as much easier, easier, 490 the rest of the way. You don't think, do you? Anything's possible, but that win on Friday night in Toronto may have uh, really put a damper on it possibly happening. Though. But didn't then they turn around and lost again right after? Yeah, that? but at least they won that. At least they at yeah. least they won that game in Toronto. The loss to Washington was pretty hilarious over the weekend. By the way, Gil, I just want to bring this up NBA wise. Please, the tank that the Portland Trailblazers are on is uh. one of the most exquisite things I've ever seen. Yeah, it's exquisite. It's 2018 tank of Belusa worthy, isn't it? Yes, very yeah. much so. It is. It is. And then, you know, once in a while, though, then they have their game, right? So it's not quite what it, what it used to be. But, yeah, it's pretty bad. Pretty bad. So NBA looking great. By the way, the Boston Celtics that we talked about could very well win the, win the Atlantic division. That's how good it's been going for them. And right now, the seeding in the East, Heat still have that number one seed. Heat, Heat are going to end up with a number one seed. Bucks second, Sixers third, Celtics and Sixers actually tied for third. And we talked about this before pretty much anybody else did either. The whole thing about Will, before Bill Simmons did, we talked about it here on this show. People like to give him credit, but one wonders if he's peeking in. We talked about how this team, you don't think they want to avoid Brooklyn? And these teams don't want to be the third seed? Celtics don't appear to care at this point, the way they're playing. Bulls have finally dropped out of that group. They're in the fifth, and the Cavaliers knocking at their door with the uh, sixth seed half game behind. Remember, the Raptors, who are a game behind the Cavaliers, Cavaliers got to worry about them, or the Cavaliers will be in a plan. So great stretch of the NBA season, obviously March Madness uh, dominating, but we'll keep an eye on that, of course, game by game, bet by bet. We'll talk a lot about the NBA tomorrow. NFL, because we didn't really, this is, with all March Madness going on, it's like everything else besides Indian Wells, which that was the one thing having the two standalone games yesterday helped that I could watch Iga sort of unfettered be Maria Sakari. But with March Madness, like everything else sort of goes by the wayside, except for the fact that the first two, three days of March Madness completely overshadowed by the NFL. Like the NFL could not let March Madness have its stage. And Friday after this show, the Deshaun Watson news came down where he's like, yeah, I changed my mind. I want to play for Cleveland. And say what you will about Cleveland's rationalization PR statements that they're making about having him. Remember the whole not, remember what they said out loud per Chris Mortensen about Baker Mayfield was 
Yeah, we want an adult, someone who behaves in a, as an adult at quarterback. Hmm, fascinating. So they end up with Deshaun Watson. The jokes write themselves. But I, just a couple things here. One, and we'll get to Deshaun, but Baker Mayfield now has specifically requested a trade to the Colts. Jeff, if Baker Mayfield ends up on the Colts, isn't that actually a pretty significant move? Even those who don't like Baker Mayfield as a person, perhaps, don't like his attitude, and might even be down on his game a little, isn't that the by far the best remaining option for well, Indianapolis? Well, look, it comes down to Baker Mayfield's health at this point because part of the reason that went totally sideways last year, would the, the health of Mayfield definitely uh, hurt the way that he played. Even with how bad he was at times last year, he's still better than Carson Wentz. So I think Indianapolis would absolutely be improving at quarterback, assuming that Baker doesn't just have his career totally implode on him. Well, and the fact is that division still has the Jaguars and Texans in it, right? So you would assume it's still a mano a mano between the Colts and the Titans in the AFC South. And so that magnifies how much the addition of someone like Baker Mayfield would be. Baker Mayfield... Who, do you like the prospects of an angry Baker Mayfield playing for you? That, that I don't know if that hurts. Work either way. Yeah. Well, yeah, it could be an implosion too, I suppose. I don't know. Just the, the AFC stacked beyond belief. By the way, I wrote this tweet after the Deshaun thing. And, there, and it was it, what was fascinating to me about was how 90% of the people laughed at me for even suggesting this. But now with Deshaun Watson on Cleveland... I said, AFC West or AFC North, who you got, right? And 90%, like 9 out of 10, were like, what are you talking about, Gil? It's the AFC West by far. Is it really? Are we so sure about that? I get it. Pittsburgh's the weak link. They get Mitch Trubisky. But Pittsburgh's still got great defensive players. Cleveland is now the short shot over the AFC champion Bengals and the Ravens, who were 8-3 and three before all went by the wayside on them. Are we so sure that division collective? Like, if you did a season win totals collective on the AFC West versus the AFC North, what would you set the line at? AFC West minus what? It won't be as big as people think. It sure won't be. The one thing that will probably end up happening is that the Steelers' win total will be significantly lower than it should be. Right. I think that's going to be the difference why the AFC West is still favored probably by, I would say, three— 100%. What would you say? Three and a half? Three and a half, two and a half? I was going to make, make it two and a half. Yeah, it's not going to be big. Yeah, I was going to make it two and a half. Now, the West does get to play the AFC South, I believe. So that is a – that's a – Yeah, but playing the AFC East other than Buffalo is not – No. Again, depending on what New England is, which is Belichick still. Back to the Deshaun Watson thing, which is where we started this. So, first of all, are you surprised that Cleveland becomes the short shot to win? Oh, 100%. Because, yes. again, a suspension is very very much a possibility on the horizon. Let's yes. just say that in advance. Six weeks being sort of the going rate, if you will, the going Roger Goodell rate of these kinds of things. So that's that's part of this equation as well. So I'm, I'm shocked by that. But then beyond that, and I, I'm sure I'm not the first person to say this, and in fact, I know I'm not because Drew Dinsick said it on primetime action Friday night, so let me give him credit. Is Deshaun Watson on Cleveland the best fit? What is Cleveland's calling card on offense? 
a tremendous running game, right? That was their calling card. Now they're thinking, by the way, of re-signing Jarvis Landry. They're re-signing Jadavian Clowney on defense. So adding Deshaun Watson, aren't you sort of forced to go away from your character? Because if you sign Deshaun Watson, you got to tailor the offense to Deshaun Watson, right? Otherwise, why would you have signed him? So there's a little part of that, right, going away from your character that, that brung you to the dance. By the way, I get it. They didn't get to a dance, but you know what I mean. That's your brand. I don't know. Like, I don't think that's being stated enough. You think I'm nuts on that? Sean Watson, when he's playing at his peak, it doesn't matter what offense you run. You're going to at least have a competent offense. The problem is, though, Gil, I – Baltimore is going to be better than they were last mm-hmm. year because of just a regression in the mean on the injuries. Yeah. Cincinnati got uh, signed Lyle Collins over the weekend, so that offensive line will look Huge. a bit better. Uh, and that was obviously the biggest flaw. And the Steelers stunk last year and made the playoffs. So, I mean. And Mitch Trubisky is an improvement over Ben in his final condition. Uh, more than likely. Yeah, I guess he has to be. Has to be. Even, even with Trubisky's problems, Gil. I don't know. I just, I just don't. I guess the whole point of that is. They're the favorite to win that division? That is like far away from being a slam dunk for all the reasons stated. The Lombardi line is next. Enjoy. Good luck with all your best today for Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.